Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Race Tech Suspension FXR Racing Privateer Island Life Podcast. This is number 76. And uh, th- appreciate you guys listening. Really, really enjoy uh, doing these each and every week and, and letting you guys talk to some of the uh, some of the heroes of the sport, for sure, and especially after a week of that was in San Diego. Uh, FXRRacing.com. Go there. Punch in Pulp MX30. Uh, designed by racers for racers. FXR Racing has got a lot of guys out there on the track running it, and uh, you can you can save using the code. So please check out FXRRacing.com and uh, some great stuff. Also, to the folks at Racetech, Suspension Motors, as the guy on the phone knows, they do a great job rebuilding suspension, getting their suspension revalved right, making your motor faster or just simply rebuilding your motor. Racetech has got you covered. They've been in business for a long, long time now in Southern California. If you call there, you mention Pulp MX, they will give you a deal and a discount on your work, whatever it is. So get your suspension some love. Get your motor some love with the folks at Racetech. Also, we want to thank uh, Maxxis Tires, MXST, out now, Privateer, Island hero AJ Cantanzaro running Maxis as we speak in Supercross. Uh, please check him out, Maxis MXST tires. And Namira, Namira Technologies, pistons with an attitude. Namira's industry leading top end repair kits offer everything you need to rebuild your top end at a price that will keep you riding every single weekend. No matter your budget, Namira has you and your wallet covered. They offer a full line of cast and forged pistons for every MX application you can think of. Namira.com, N A M U R A.com. Go check them out. And uh, with me on the line to talk about San Diego and all the controversy that's going on, plus talk about his solid season, the Alaskan assassin, Ben LeMay. What's up, Ben? How are you, man? Hey, man, I'm doing good. Just uh, actually driving back to Texas. That's where, where I live at. Yeah, absolutely. You're based out of there, right, uh, Texas, which is good and bad. Like, can you ride there? Is it that cold now? How's it going to be practicing? Um, yeah, you know, I, I really like Dallas. Um, it, it's it's really, it's obviously central, so flying west coast, east coast, it's not a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, every flight is roughly two to three hours and um, some are really close. So I like that. The tracks are way better than out in California. And summertime super hot, so nationals are really easy to acclimate to the, the humidity and all that. Um, right now, I think the weather's pretty good. Um, I think the next few days there's like a cold front coming through. But um, for the most part, I mean, it's 50, 60 degrees. So, I mean, it's good enough. Okay. So, yeah, you can you can make it work, right? Um, yeah. Are you still working at Monster? You got a job again, LeMay, or what's your deal there? No, I quit. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, actually, uh, I quit uh, during last year Some at some point. I was like, you know, I I mean, it was good. It was yeah. fun when I, when I was doing it, but I was like, I, I got to. I got to quit and focus more on training and riding and being able to ride when I need to ride. Cause like when I was working for monster, it was like, I had to start work at 7am or 6am and then I would do it really. Then I'd be done by about two or three. And then I would go straight to the track. I'd have my bike in the truck. So I'd go straight there and do a couple hours of riding and then back home and it's already dark and it so Ugh. it was really hard to do it and but I I did it you know yeah. but now I was like I got to I got to do something else so did anybody recognize you or, or know that what you did uh while you were stocking uh, up cases you know it's funny a couple people actually did they were like uh, cuz there, there, there's some different stores and stuff that we would go into and I'd restock or I would uh-huh. you know, uh, talk to the manager or something a couple guys were like 
Ben LeMay? Uh, what are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> I got my monster hat on and, yeah. and like a polo monster shirt. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. But I was, yeah, it was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but again, like you said, it's tough to, to do what you're doing and do and have a job like that. Did Are you noticing, so you quit, like you said, halfway through the outdoors. Are you noticing like the money being tighter than it was? Um, it, I mean, obviously you're giving up some income there. So how's that been uh, as far as it goes? Um. I mean, not really, I think, because some of my results have been better, so it kind of makes up for it. But mm-hmm. um, definitely it takes the stress off. Like if, if I – like for last weekend, for for instance, I didn't make the main because I hurt my, my leg. Well, I was like – I didn't make barely any money. So I was like, last year, if that would have happened, I'd have been cool because I would mm-hmm. still have money coming out through the week and, and that right. was fine. But, um, yeah, I mean, some of the little side money, maybe some – gifts during the week or going out to top golf or going right. you know going to dinner you know an extra night of going to dinner you know taking my wife out stuff like that yep you know that was nice because i had a little bit of extra cash but um not nah, it, it ain't too bad I, more motivation to get better results this year yeah you had your best uh, result of the weekend in san diego and that's all the buzz right now in the industry um obviously how How's your situation with Burns? How are you doing with all of that from the lime that's down there on the track? Uh, how bad was it, and is it getting better? Um, yeah, it was, it was a weird, weird situation. Like uh, after the heat race, I, I I got I got back to the truck and I was like, told my mechanic, I was like, dude, like my balls are on fire. I feel like yeah, like I'm <laughs> chafing or like what's going on. And I was like, man, you know, it's just. I'm just wet and muddy. Yep. I'm, I'm, my feet are standing in water, like, and I'm just sitting on the seat around the whole track, you know, in, in mm-hmm. the mud. So I, I just figured that was what it was. And then that time goes on, it kept getting worse and worse. And I was like, dude, what is going on? But yeah, it, yeah. Um, I I got the ninety percent of it on my groin area. Yep. Um, and. A very little amount. Uh, I have a small burn on my waistline, yep. and then a little bit on my leg and a little bit on my arm, but just really small. Nothing compared to some of the other guys. Yeah. Um, but all of mine is literally all on my ball sack, and it sucks. And is it better though today? Is there or is it? Did it make riding this week tough? Or I guess you didn't ride. You've been driving, right? Yeah, I'm not riding this week, but uh, it's better. Then it was Sunday, but it's still not good. Yeah, um, um, like if 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 I was at a track or you know in a because I'm like like you said I'm driving. But if I was at a track, I probably yeah. wouldn't ride still just because I wanted to heal better. Yeah, uh, yeah. Freeze showed uh, in social media was bad. Politelli's bad. Uh, Van Martin like, and then A Ray's got a nutsack problem also and I think Knapp's got a shaft issue so it's a it's a big thing with the riders and and you know being in the groin area for for you guys and man it's that's gnarly dude you you've been very vocal on social media about this um and so failed issue with a PR we saw the PR they're looking into it they've been making calls to privateers offering you know saying sorry we don't know what happened um and they're offering five thousand dollars did you get one of those calls and and are you going to take it um yeah they one of the guys from uh, i guess fell called me and uh pretty much apologized and they explained kind of what you know what happened throughout the day and and uh was concerned of you know how my health was they were concerned you know with my bike you know am i going to build a race this weekend or whatever yep they offered they offered that five thousand, um, 
and you know i i just straight up told him i was like man my bike is wrecked like i i talked to race tech my suspension is ruined like i need all i yeah. need coding, new suspension coding okay. is wrecked yeah yeah um my mechanic's been scrubbing you know he he said he got the cases pretty good you know there's nothing's going to be as good as it was but it's yeah. decent um but like my concern is with the lime it's it literally will eat away at aluminum or anything that it's in contact with until either the chemical is neutralized or you know you put something on it so it's been eating away at our frames um you know if it's in little cracks and crevices that you don't know about i mean i don't know what it's doing to the frame you don't yeah. really know no nope. um and or the electrical system if it if you know the water got in the electrical system and it's d- doing something and then you never know i mean maybe the bike's going to shut off on the on the jump i don't know what's going to happen so mm-hmm. i mean you need a new electrical system i mean to be on the safe side who knows maybe the frame will maybe crack a frame, i yep. need a new frame right i mean just my i have uh you know a custom set of w wheels that have special rims like those are wrecked i need new wheels so i mean it's there's a lot to it um and i told him i said i i can't accept that five thousand right now i i have to get back to you on really what i need to fix this bike because mm-hmm. um i mean i'm probably gonna ride my practice bike just because the race bike is is not in a good shape to race right now it's uh it's insane it's gnarly um so we had bowers on the pulp x show and he talked to some of the track crew and basically um lime was in the dirt already from the monster truck show Lime was thrown in uh, when it was built, then it was covered, and then it, it rained, and more lime was thrown in, and lime was, was on the standing water, and it was a lot of start-straight issues more than anything. Is that what they told you what happened? Yeah, they told yeah. me that it. they put it on the start-straight, and they put it in the turn between the two whoop sections. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I guess it just didn't have enough time to settle, and then when all that rain came, um, everything just rose to the top, and it was literally just sitting in a water puddle, yeah. and that's what, what, why it's so severe. Yeah, somebody really, really made a mistake big time, and this could end up costing them a lot of money, or who knows where this is going to go. It's it's Wednesday as we do this, and riders are calling me, asking me what they should do, and, and, and people are saying, you know, I know the lawyers, there's lawyers calling aftermarket company saying you know how much are these things so this could get ugly ben before it gets figured out and, and i think you're right i you know as much as that five thousand dollars isn't in time they deserve credit for a pr they deserve credit for the five thousand dollars a hundred percent i i'm very surprised they did that however yeah might be a bit soon to be you know just grab that five thousand dollars and fig- consider it uh end of the deal you know yeah exactly um I don't know. Are you surprised, though, like me? Hey, are you surprised that they did this $5,000? Because I am. Props to them for trying to make it right. Yes, exactly. Like, I mean, I'm glad they did something, and I feel like they had to because of the legal situation that they're in. But um, I'm surprised that they they, they announced that 5000 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too, man. Um yeah, tough deal. So, uh, all right, you had your best result of the year, though. You made it through the LCQ. I picked you in Pulp Mex Fantasy. Thank you for the inspiring text back to me, by the way. 
Um, uh, I knew you'd be. I mean, you're. You know, look. Everyone knows you're. You're Alaskan, but you never mind that. You ride nationals well. Mud is good for you. You grew up in the Pacific Northwest. Like all of that to me made it seem like you would be comfy in that stuff. But holy shit, man. That was really bad. Like, obviously, the lime is one thing, but the, the the mud was unbelievable. I watched some GoPros, and I'm like, where do you go if you're riding? Where do you go? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, when we first went out in practice, honestly, it wasn't that bad. Like, okay. um, it wasn't really muddy. It was just wet. Like, it was just water everywhere. And so, um, and you would hit the mud, and it would just kind of splash off. It wasn't bad at all. I was like, okay, man, today's actually going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, and then it just... With heat race, kind of caught me off guard. I was like, wow, it's kind of sticky. And then LCQ got even worse. And then main events, the ruts were gnarly, and it was just obviously just chaotic. But um, it was, I mean, I guess I kind of expected it. I, I compare it to Seattle a little bit last year. I think that was pretty close to the same. Um, yep. Maybe, I mean, Seattle was just softer. I think the dirt was softer there. But, um, I like. I mean, I, I don't say I like the mud. But yeah. I don't. I not like no one likes the mud. But um, I, if I have to race in it, I'll race in it, and I'll usually do pretty good. Yeah, so. I feel like you've had good mud results over the years. I've seen you race for ten years now, or whatever longer. You know what I mean? I feel like you've put in some good rides. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you you throw. You know, I would prefer the mud to be like that than it would be like a one. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because. A1, you're still sending the doubles and triples and quads or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're still, you know, in high gears through the whoops. Um, I would rather have it where it's just feet floundering, sitting down, <laughs> barely making it around the track yeah. than, you know. So, but everyone got the same track, you know, so yeah. you just got to do your best. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, look, this is your second year back at Supercross. You, you raced Arena Cross for a year or two. You've made every main but one. Like you said, you hurt yourself uh, in Oakland. It didn't go well. Um, 18th in the points. I think you got to be stoked with the year. Like we, all of us experts, quote unquote, are like looking at this field. And like A Ray sent me a text after Anaheim one, and him and Free, or after Anaheim two, the Triple Crown qualifying. And him and Vince Freeze were the only guys in the main event at the top 18 that had not won a Supercross race, 250 or 450. And I was like, huh. Really? Yeah. I was like, huh, shit. Like, when you put it that way, it's kind of gnarly. And you got into the LCQ with the A2. But I feel like this has been a good year for you. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's pretty good. I, I can't complain. Um, <laughs> but I, I, definitely, I definitely think that getting 18 sucks. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I want to be... I mean, realistically, I should be anywhere from, like, 12 to 16. That's kind of where I feel like I should fall. Um, you know, on a bad day, I should be maybe around 16-ish, 17, mm-hmm. if I crash or something. And then a good start and a good day, I'm, you know, running just outside the top 10, um, which is a very big task, and that's a very good ride. But mm-hmm. I'm good enough that I should be able to do that. So what's what's been a bit of an issue for you in the mains? Um, lately, I mean, honestly, I've been a little low on energy, Mm -hmm. uh, like during the night show, like for practice and everything, I feel good. And then something happens. I don't know if it's just not eating right or, or I'm not resting enough, but something during between practice and 
main event, uh, I'm losing some energy and I'm losing a little bit of focus. So I just got to fix that where I'm more amped up, more excited and, and ready for that main. And when, when I'm, when I'm fresh, I mean, it, it, it could be lethal because I, I know how good of a rider I am and talented. And I know that I can do really well. It's uh 20 minute mains is no joke either. I look out there sometimes at the end of races and I see a lot of pretty good guys looking winded, man. Uh, heart rates, you know, so high in a supercross race, 20 minutes plus a lap is, is no joke. It's not, you know, it's, it's a long time. People, some, sometimes people don't really understand like 20 minutes on supercross is, is physically demanding, but also just mentally. Cause you have to be so focused all the time and, your timing and your line selection and you know if you make a mistake guys behind you are, you know catching you like it's yep. it's a lot more mentally draining than anything for me at mm-hmm. least um outdoors yeah you got 35 minutes and you're out there in 100 degrees and you're sweating your butt off but there is time where you can just kind of stand and you can still be in fourth gear or mm-hmm. third gear wide open and you can kind of relax, you know, but you're yep. still going fast. Supercross, it's like you're either all or nothing. <laughs> uh, have you talked to Trey at all? Have you seen Trey, the 41 Honda out there? Have you have you said anything to Trey? You know, I have not talked to him, but <laughs> now that you mentioned it, after the, after the LCQ, I was riding through the pits. He was walking, like, towards me, and he goes, yeah, 41! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> First thing yeah. I thought of when I saw you at A1, I'm like, look at that, 41 on a Honda out there. Fly guy, too, you know? So, yeah. Um, so, all right, are you happy with your super, like coming back to Supercross? Obviously, Arena Cross isn't around anymore and all of that. Yeah, I feel like you're, you're reestablish, reestablishing yourself kind of back where you were. Um, happy with your sort of your return to Supercross and Nationals? From last year, yeah, yep. I'm happy with it. Yeah, it, it, I've had a good time, you know, mm-hmm. and um, good results or not. I mean, I, I enjoy being at the races with friends and, and you know representing my sponsors and 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 just you know living living a good life. You know, like right, and being able to say this is my career and mm-hmm. I you know this is my job. Um, I enjoy it. I, I really like being there and, and um, giving my best. Yeah. How old are you now, Ben? 27. 27, yeah. Definitely been around a little bit. Um, hey, and also, too, you took my old job. You are an uh, X-Brand goggle guy, and uh, Rich Taylor, the owner of X-Brand, you build the goggles in between races and help out the riders. Um, that's kind of neat. A little bit of extra income also, right? Yeah, so my wife and I, uh, we both kind of do it together. Okay. Um, so, yeah, like, like you know the drill, but... Uh, prep all the goggles she you know we both kind of prep it during the week um and i, I kind of oversee everything make sure everything's done right mm-hmm. and, and you know there's not going to be any mistakes or whatever um or if you know someone needs us it done a certain way i know how that, that rider would want it so um but we both do it and then um at the race obviously i'm busy doing yeah my thing so yeah. she kind of takes over she goes and, and distributes all the goggles to everybody. If anybody needs extra tear-offs or lenses, she's there on the spot to, to go to anybody. Um, and then she'll go and pick everything up afterwards. But um, So we kind of do a little team effort, and oh, it's cool. really cool. I mean, yep. Rich is an awesome guy. Yeah. The goggles are good. And, um, 
yeah, like you said, it's just, it's a little bit of uh, extra money in my pocket to help, uh, you know, pay for I'm paying for all my travel and everything and my mm-hmm. expenses. So it, it, it really helps that. This, uh, although it, it's not fun in San Diego in a race like San Diego, it is not fun being no, a goggle person. Not at all. No. <laughs> and you're just like, you know what? Just keep the goggles. Don't worry about it. I'm not washing these. <laughs> yeah. Um, and h- how they work with the roll offs? Everything good? Uh, yeah, everything yep. is good. I mean, uh, actually, I didn't even use roll offs this weekend. You um, didn't? Oh, wow. I was planning on using roll-offs for the night show, and then it stopped raining, so I never ended up using them. Yeah, Um, yeah, I guess it it did stop raining. That's true. Yeah. um, But I know Vince Warham and I believe, I think A-Ray Warham or or, uh, Hayes, I think Hayes Warham. Yep. Um, And everybody, yeah, everyone loves them. They're they're working. Um, It's funny that you're racing against these guys and you're building their cockles. It's a little funny, right? I know. know. It's it's funny. Sometimes I go to the line, I'll – Talk to Aaron. Hey, you, you good? You got, you got all your stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. You know, if kids, kids, bring them over afterwards. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny. Um. <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, hey, I'm gonna T-bone you in this next turn, but before I, before I do, how's your goggles? Um, <laughs> um, no, it's cool. Absolutely. Ben LeMay on the Race Tech Suspension FXR Racing Privateer Island Life Podcast number 76 brought to you by Maxis and Namira Pistons. Uh, thanks for checking out, everybody. Um, hey, TPJ, so you're, you're a little different deal for TPJ. A lot of guys uh, pay money and they get on there and, and Ted takes the bikes around and everything else and there's sponsors that you got to use. But he also uses you as one of the marquee guys on the team to get funding for the year and everything else. So a little different deal for you. How do you like it? How's that? How's everything working out over there at TPJ? Yeah, it's a, it's such a good program. Um, this year he stepped up and uh, bought a semi, um, and it, it really took the, the program to the next level, um, you know, presence-wise and also uh, just having that, that luxury of the semi. So um, he has the transport side of, of TPJ still, where mm-hmm. there's the privateers or the, the, the entry-level guys that are just wanting to go race. Yep, They can, you know, Hey Ted, and he can take all of their stuff to the races, and all they got to do is just worry about getting to themselves to the track. Um, and then there's the kind of the main TPJ riders, which is like myself and Politelli and uh, John Shore and um, a few other guys uh, that are under all of the the main sponsors, and uh, we get you know a little bit more support. And it's so good, though. I mean, like I. We get a pick, you know, whatever bike we want to ride, if we want mm-hmm. a Honda or yep. Yamaha or whatever. But um, it's the, the the sponsors that we have, they they really really support us and give us um, whatever we need. I mean, like they're there every weekend, um, pitted out of our setup, and I mean, but, uh, Doug, he is always spot on, wanting to put new tires on or mm-hmm. you know, his input on stuff and. Um. Yeah, I mean it's it's a really good program, indoor and outdoor uh, contracts. Where that's, I feel like nowadays it's hard to get both both worlds. It's like, yeah. oh, we're using killer supercross, but no, we're not doing outdoors, mm-hmm. or you know, or vice versa. So um, I'm gonna be with Ted for indoors and outdoors, and um, it's it's gonna be awesome. I think the rest of 2019 is just gonna get better. 
Why Honda for you? Why did you choose to come back? You rode them last year also. Do you have a dealership that helps you? Does Honda give you something? Did you ride them all and you like the Honda? Is there a reason why? Yeah. Um, so Maxim Honda, uh, they're, out of, they're out of Plano in Texas. Uh-huh. Um, re- really good, really good dealership. And um, that's where we get our bikes from. But that's not, I mean, I just prefer the Honda. I, I When I rode it in Arena Cross for two years, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just kind of gelled with it. Like I, I feel like it just kind of suits my style a little bit more. I rode the Yamaha before that for a long time. Yeah, you did. Um, yeah. And, and the Yamaha was a good bike, and it still is. It's probably, it's one of the best bikes out there. But um, I don't know. I think something about the Honda. I just like the way it feels, and the, and it's just been getting better and better mm-hmm. with the uh, the motor, the way the chassis is. Um, and then also just the support, you know, like the guys at HRC, they're super nice. And, um, you know, I can give, uh, you know, any of those guys a call if I have a question on my bike or yep. something's not right, they can kind of give me some input on it. So, um, it's just a good all around company. And I just like to be involved with Honda. Is, uh, Gothic Jay's your buddy then? Yes. Gothic yes. is awesome. <laughs> Gothic is a great guy. I worked with him at Yamaha for four years. So I definitely, I know Gothic well. Um, Hey, and Race Tech, obviously a big part of this Privateer Island uh, podcast and a big part of the Pulp Mech show, everything else. They do motor work. I don't think people a lot of, a lot of people know that yet. We're trying to get the word out, and uh, certainly I got a few privateers hooked up, but you've been a Race Tech motor guy for a while now. Yeah, um, Race Tech has really stepped up, and they, they've produced some awesome motors. Um, I personally don't know a lot of other riders that do have them, but... My motors on my practice bike and my race bike, I mean, they are really good. And I, I'm not spending 10 grand on a motor or five grand to get, you know, trannies done and cranks and this and that and this and that. I mean, it's very minimal. Yeah, I was going to say, what do you have done for it? Yeah, what do you, you just kind of go from a, like a basic little more power everywhere? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a lot bigger guy. I'm 195 pounds and mm-hmm. I can pretty, I mean, I can take a pretty fast bike you know i can hang on to it but um i just told them you know like what i needed and all i got is a is uh, a head and ignition and then a pipe and fuel yep. um but it is on the dyno it will compete against you you put you put another bike on there a factory bike i guarantee you it's super close mm-hmm. um it's a really, really strong engine, and I would suggest if anybody's out there trying to figure out where to get the motor done, give them a call, head up to Corona, and get your motor done there. Or even uh, get it rebuilt, get your motor rebuilt or whatever, you know, get it freshened up. Exactly, yeah. And suspension-wise, you've been with them also for a while for suspension, um, so Rob and everybody down there kind of know what knows what, what you like and how to make you happy? Yeah, I've been, uh, I mean... I've been with Race Tech for so long, uh, I couldn't even tell you when the first time I actually started using them. But um, there's Rob is such a cool, cool guy, and uh, all the the people that he has worked for him. For him. Um, I literally say, you know, hey, I need a set of suspension done. I'll ship it to him. It'll be shipped back super quick. The turnaround time, and I don't have to. I don't have to like turn clickers and do this and test this and try and, like he can get it spot on really quick and that's what I really like about Race Tech is that when they give you a setting it's super close. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, something you can play with so, on this track, yeah. Yeah, and um, I just, yeah, it's, it's really good suspension. Um, they have great product, and it's I just like it. Uh, I like using the race tech for sure. Uh, and actually use the code PULP19 to save, racetech.com, FXR Racing. Also, PULPMX30 is the code to save with FXR, folks. Uh, ben LeMay on the Privateer Island Life podcast number 76. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this uh, Lime thing and, and all of that this weekend. I got a feeling, you know, it might, it might be addressed at riders' meeting, Ben, and there might be some angry angry voices there at riders' meeting with teams and riders. So that'll be interesting to me. I might actually go to riders' meeting this weekend. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. You know, um, you might want to – sometimes riders meeting get kind of repetitive. It's like, ah, uh, same thing, another yeah. weekend, same yep. thing. But this weekend might be different. We might, we might get some uh, interesting conversations. Yeah, for sure. Uh, where are you at on the Triple Crowns? How do you feel about them? Obviously, like we said, for A2, you had to ride the LCQ. You didn't make the top 18. How do you feel about these things? Yeah, man, I uh, – I personally don't like them. Uh, I I would rather just have a basic heat race LCQ main of long one long main event. Uh-huh. But yep. um, I guess I don't mind the shorter mains. I think it's kind of fun, you know, racing somebody. Um, the one thing I do like about it is if you make a mistake in a race, like say the main one, it's like man, I messed up. I I, can, I need to fix this and this. So you yep. can go right back out and fix that, and then. It's like okay, that 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 was good. Where you know, like say San San Diego, whatever I didn't fix, I have to wait all week to do it. You know, so mm-hmm. that's why I like triple crowns. Is it's really easy to you know try and fix and learn on something that you just just made that mistake. Um, but I don't like the risk of having to start three times yeah. um, with the top elite riders at such a high pressure of getting a start for the main event. Um, I don't like that, and, and it's not just the start, but it's the whole lap, you know. Because yes, yep. it's you know it, that that first lap is what's so dangerous in Supercross, and, mm-hmm. and when you're racing with the best riders in the world that want to win, I mean, guys aren't budging. So um, that's the only bad thing I would say is just that it's a little bit more dangerous because you're always next to somebody. Um, and yeah. then practice is really chaotic. It's just the way it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, guys are going ham trying to get a lap time in. So that's that's pretty tough. Yeah, Tomac told me the same thing. The most dangerous part of the of the race is the start and the first lap, and you do it three times. You know, I get it for sure. Um, but yeah, also too, like you said, you have some margin of error. I did a podcast with AC, and you know his his second triple crown, he got fourteenth, and he was he was devastated. And then he saw that he was like standing in like sixth overall or eighth seventh overall and he was like oh that's not that bad because he was 14th he yeah. just thought it was you know going to be the the worst thing ever you know so you do get some some chances so um yeah what do you what do you need to work on ben to get up into that 12 to 16 range all the time what do you think you got to work on or what do you work on every week um honestly i think i need to work on my uh sprint speed mm-hmm. um i'm using kind of more of a mellow um long-term like diesel engine kind of guy yeah um i don't want to compare myself to dungy because i'm nothing like his career but i would say I'm, I'm definitely more mellow you know i'm not like a bar star or something where i'm just sporadic and, and wide open everywhere uh-huh. um but a lot of times i wish i was i wish i i kind of had that aggressiveness mm-hmm. a little bit of a ray you know you got to have a little bit of that yeah 
Yeah, so, just not not don't go full A Ray. Yeah, don't don't go cattywampus. <laughs> um, I asked. Uh, um, go ahead. Yeah, I just I, I just want a little bit more intensity. I think if I throw a little bit more intensity and more aggression into my uh, my racing, I think that'll fix a lot of the problems and improve results. I ask a lot of guys on this show, hey, are you intimidated by the big names and the jerseys and the numbers and everything else? Are you intimidated because a lot of these guys are younger? I mean, you're a veteran. You're not, right? I mean, you feel you feel like you fit in with these guys. Yeah, I, I mean, if you would have asked me this like four years ago or yeah. five years ago, I probably would have said, yeah, yep. like, oh my gosh, so and so's catching me or passing me, like I would, you know, maybe just let them buy or something mm-hmm. or not give a fight. But yeah, at this point in my career. I mean, I know I ain't going to be racing five more years or six more years. Like I know I'm my the end of the road is near, and I mean, if you're going to pass me, I'm not just going to pull over. So um, I don't get intimidated intimidated by anybody anymore. Yeah. Um, and it, if anything, you know, it's more of a motivation to try and pass, you know, pass them back, and you know, throw an elbow in, you know, at least for a corner. Like you got to at least try, you know, and that's yep. the only way you're going to improve. Um, who do you ride with during the week? Do you have a little crew in Texas? I don't, I don't know anybody in Texas. Are you like riding with people or what's your, um, I mean, typically I just ride by myself, but, uh, if like before Supercross started that we were riding with, uh, Cunningham and John short. Okay. Um, so those are kind of the guys that we usually ride with, um, uh, ride together. Cheyenne Harmon also lives nearby. Okay. Um, he rides a little bit with us, but, um, I usually John because and since he's on uh, the TPJ program as well, mm-hmm. um, we usually ride and do motos together. It's just pretty easy, and I think he's he's going to be in Minneapolis doing all the two. Yeah, I saw that. Coast. Yeah, um, and we'll probably end up flying together and maybe sharing some rooms together and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So he's a really cool guy, and um, usually like riding with him. Yeah, yeah, good dude, uh, nice guy. Uh, what about Lane Shaw? Is he around in that mix or no? Uh, no, because he's, he's in, more he's in Florida. Oh, okay. um, also with uh, Van Martin, he they're both down in Houston, I believe. Oh, okay. I know uh, Van is. I'm not, I'm yeah. not really sure where Lane is from, but um, I believe they're more down south. Hey, so what happened with you and Phoenix Racing? Obviously, the, we, we, we know that it didn't happen. Bogle was supposed to be there. You were supposed to be there. Jace Owen at some point. Sean Yudokowski's doing something with Jace in that Kicker Arena Cross series, from what I understand. Um what, how close did that happen, or what, what was going on with that thing? Um. So yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, from what from what I knew, and from a lot of other people thought they knew, was it was going to happen. Um. There's there was a, a a team owner, and then there was a team manager, uh-huh. um, and the manager guy uh, he he had you know good good uh, interest, and he tried his hardest, but he he just never came together um and and he, obviously nothing ever ended up happening um but david the owner is a really cool guy and and that's who's mm-hmm. continuing to run the phoenix honda team now okay um so he i don't really know exactly kind of what their program is i talked to jace a lot because yep. you know we used to be teammates in arena cross and we're really good friends and um i know he's finishing out the kicker arena cross series to get that championship mm-hmm. and then um going to start east coast after that but um 
So but yeah, the Phoenix yeah. Honda deal. I mean, it was fun. We did outdoors together, and and I uh, had a good time, and and you know the bikes were good and everything. But yep. um, pretty unfortunate that uh, they, there wasn't another team out there in the Supercross series. Um, I think it could have been something really really good, uh, especially mm-hmm. with me and Bogle and Cunningham on the 450s. It would have been a strong team. Um, but yeah, just it never so happened. So you rode for Ted, and then you do the Phoenix thing, and then that kind of falls apart, and you got to call Ted again. Is that was that all cool though? No problem. It's Ted Parks. He's he's one of the raddest dudes in the pits. No problem there. Or was there like a little bit of um, you saying, "Hey man, I'm back"? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, no, he he was cool. Like I when 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 I left TPJ uh, to do the Phoenix for outdoors, um, it was. Like they were pretty much paying everything of mine, and it was a uh-huh. way better deal than what I was at Ted. So he was like, "100%, go for it, do your thing." So I did outdoors, and then we were going to continue that relationship in the Supercross. And Ted knew that. And then as kind of time went on, you know, it was August, September, uh-huh. October, close to November. I'm like, dude, I I don't know what I'm doing. I gotta I gotta pull the trigger on something, and. It came to the point where I was like, you know what, Ted, Ted has such a good program and there's some awesome sponsors that are involved and, and some of the personal sponsors that I already have. I'm just going to put my own deal together and mm-hmm. I'm just going to do my own thing with Ted. So I told Phoenix, hey, you know what, you, you, you can have Bogle and Cunningham. I'm yeah. going to do my own thing over here. Right. So I left, I left them and I did my own thing and then it, that ended up folding anyway. But um Ted was Ted was completely happy with taking me. He he's uh he's an awesome guy and uh really deserves a lot of respect. Absolutely, I agree. Um all right, Ben, uh we're wrapping up here. FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life Podcast, Pulpum X thirty, coded FXR Racing, Pulp nineteen code at Race Tech, and uh, thanks to Maxis and Namira Pistons as well for coming on this um podcast as well, supporting the privateers. So you're twenty seven Obviously, you were a very good amateur rider. Uh, you've had great results here and there throughout your career. Went to Arena Cross for a couple of years. You're back now. You're again. I think you're a little underrated for making these mains basically every week, outside of the one where you were hurt. You've been happy with everything, Lemay. How it's going? I mean, obviously, you'd love to be a factory Honda rider and make millions. But what do you think when you look back overall at your career? Um, I mean, yeah, I'm happy. I, I wish. You know, I wish I could have had a little bit less stress, uh, <laughs> less um, less effort of like organizing hotels and flights and bikes and parts and all that kind of stuff and yep. what mechanic I'm using for the weekend. The little the little stuff like that takes a toll on you after a while, and um, and then when you do get a fill in ride or you get a a, a good team mm-hmm. that takes care of all that, it, it really is like wow, this is nice. So. Um, I wish I would have got the chance or, or you know, uh, opportunity to ride for a good team, you know, years ago. Yep. But, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I I enjoy my job, my career, mm-hmm. uh, racing dirt bikes and, and traveling the world. You know, that's one thing that that us racers get to do that a lot of people get taken advantage of is, I mean, I've traveled the world. I've gone, I've raced as nations for Puerto Rico and Latvia. I've, I've gone and I've raced Bercy. I've raced... German supercrosses. I mean, I've I've traveled all over, and I've seen a lot of cool places. And, and without you know racing dirt yeah. bikes, I would never have seen that stuff. So um, I'm happy with my career. You know, I still got 
I still got uh, a good amount of uh, racing left in me, and I, you know, I wanted if I could get some good results and um, yeah. maybe maybe take someone else's factory ride. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm with you, man. I'm a kid from Canada that just read, grew up reading these magazines, and and I've traveled the world also covering these things. You know, and being a mechanic uh, too. But how cool is that? I look back at that, I'm like, wow. You know, I didn't even pay to go on these trips and see these countries and have these experiences. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. You know? Oh man, it's it really is. It's it's uh it's really awesome. All right, man. Well, hey, uh, thank you for doing this. Appreciate it. Good luck the rest of the year. Thank you for coming through in fantasy form, even though I had a terrible week in San Diego. Thank you for <laughs> for for putting it in there and getting me some good points. Um, Racetech.com if you want to get the same setup as Lemay and uh, use the code Pulp nineteen FXR Racing of course at Maxis Namir. All those guys are on board with us. Ben, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I hope everything goes better for you as far as those rashes and burns and. And uh, we'll see you this weekend in Minneapolis. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thanks for your time, and uh, I had a good time talking. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's keep this going. I'll see you in Minneapolis.